welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 187. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Oh, today's a tutor episode where we try to teach you something new. Job, babe. I'm sorry. I'm slacking. I'm tired. Yeah, so we decided to not podcast until 9 p.m. on Sunday. And the podcast comes out when? 6 a.m. on Monday. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And we're usually in bed at 9. Yep. So I'm loving every second of this. You're just wasting time, babe. I just wanted the audience to know. Okay. I wanted them to be primed. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously and the video, video won't be up. You know, actually, that it's you shouldn't be doing any like heavy thinking, any thought processes for two hours before bed. I'm not surprised. And you're making me do this. Mm-hmm. Right before bed. Yep. Do you know how long it's going to take me to fall asleep now? Five minutes. No, probably three. Yeah, exactly. But that's longer than one. I'm really sad because I wanted to go to bed early to finish my book. You know what I noticed? When I nap on the couch, my head's at a weird angle. Mm-hmm. I like to take little naps. Usually only 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Something about my body, dude, when I hit minute like 15... I, I just automatically wake up. It mm-hmm. just wakes... I don't even set an alarm now. It just wakes me up. I'm like, mm-hmm. why the fuck, dude? Like, I can't even enjoy some good sleep. Mm-hmm. I think I... Like, I woke up at 15 minutes, and then I was able to close my eyes. I made, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> Anyways, I got my head laid back on the couch, and it's at this weird angle. It happens every time. That at about, like, minute 15, minute 10, I start coughing. Oh, really? Because, like, the however the... The angle, mm-hmm. I start to get like phlegm. Mm-hmm. Where like if I have a pillow on the couch, mm-hmm. I don't have that issue. Hmm. In bed, I don't have that issue. The only place I have that issue is when my head is at the angle of the head armrest. Ar- armrest, yeah, interesting. Okay, I'm that out. that was fucking sweet, dude. Uh, what are we talking about today, Sean? What are we talking about, babe? I figured we'd kind of review vision a little bit and just. How life is a game of chess. All right. Got me to go. Um, yeah. I, I just, if you guys don't scroll Instagram or probably have the same reels as me, um, I've seen a lot of videos of Andrew Tate lately talking about chess um, and how you have to always be thinking ahead. And then with Sean's event, uh, which actually you want to touch on quick, um, it just really made me think we should talk about it again. There's an Andrew Tate Facebook page. Are you a part of it? No, I should be. So I'm a part of it. And uh, it's funny because like, people will post Andrew Tate shit all the time. Like mm-hmm. um, Andrew and Tristan Tate's material, right? But there's girls. There's chicks that make posts that are like, it, it's always these liberal chicks. And it'll say something stupid like, woke up feeling myself today hashtag hate andrew tate and it gets posted into the group Mm -hmm. and sometimes the chicks actually post that into the group oh damn and they just get destroyed it's almost like like it must be a kink for these chicks to just get verbally destroyed by a group of thousands of people who love andrew tate i mean they obviously have daddy issues dude for sure. Okay, babe, let's get let's get this. All right, guys, recap of the uh okay, so kind of recap. 
So we had recon this weekend. Mm-hmm. Went really well. Mm-hmm. Going to have AJ on soon to discuss and go over the recap, some of the things we learned, some of the things that went really well. Yeah. Um, but one thing I noticed at the end of the event when we were networking, and this is what Sam and I decided to bring up. AJ and I curated this event to be to flow really well. Yeah. And we got a lot of compliments that we did that. Mm-hmm. And, and we were really proud that we did that. Um, and what we did, how we curated it was to be based around figuring out your vision and how you want to get more time back. Yeah. Right. Was was kind of how we curated this whole thing and, and it went really well and everyone built off of each other phenomenally. It was, it, was, it, it honestly, as like me watching it, cause I was taking a lot of notes and watching it myself, I was very pleased with how every person built off of mm-hmm. the person before them. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, but, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to start out with Audrey and discuss and vision. Mm-hmm. And she did, she hit it right on the head. She did a phenomenal job. Great speech. What I noticed is by the time we got to Dan at the end of Dan's event, mm-hmm. people, the people and people who I really wanted to listen to Audrey's message and and resonate and get the do what you like to do. And Mark Delfini talked about it a lot too. It does not matter the type of business you have, whether you're self-employed, have a small business or a big operation. As long as you enjoy it, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. If you're a one-man show, but you want to be a one-man show and you like it, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. However, if you want to have a team, a couple people, great. If you want to have a big business, awesome. But you have to want it. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is, I wanted people to really hear that that vision, that really hear that, and and resonate with them, and, and go home. And I I hope a lot of people do go home and think about it. Yeah. Um. But then we had Dan end off, and and he did a phenomenal job, and he mentioned something that I've never heard of before. And it changed my thinking completely. Mm-hmm. It's not about working. So he said there's three, there's two ways, right? There's two ways. You're working in the business or on, on the, the business. business. Yep. So you're either working in the business or on the business. He had a third way mm-hmm. working above the business. Mm-hmm. And we'll dig more into that uh, when AJ comes and, and we recap. But boy, was that a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. The only issue with Dan ending was people took Dan's message because Dan is at such a level of of operations and systemization and entrepreneurship of running multiple different businesses and being a business owner. Mm-hmm. And people are people who need to think about their vision, we're just like, oh man, I should get coaching from Dan Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want to do, I agree completely. If you're looking at systemizing and scaling a business, you should be getting coaching from Dan Schwartz. Yeah. I agree 100%. 80, the 80-20 uh, coaching, I agree 100% you should be doing that. But I know some of the people in the room don't actually want that. Yeah. And I know that's not part of their skill set. Mm-hmm. And so... We wanted to just get back on and talk today 
about vision and why it's so important so that you can pick the path you want to pick and be confident in the path you want to pick. Yeah. Because a, a big, because you and I have even, we've talked about this and, and what's tough. We went to Rob Bailey's event. Yeah. And being at the event and listening to what some of these people were doing, we're like, man, we are such small fries. We are thinking so small. We need to be doing bigger, bigger, bigger. Ba-da-da-da. And we even like didn't think of our vision while we were there. Yeah. When it's like we know what we want to make and we know what we want to do. Why would we all of a sudden be thinking about money? Yeah. Just because there's other people at these events that have money, we automatically start thinking about money. Mm-hmm. And that's the danger, yeah. right? And Yeah. Rob's ba- Rob Bailey's event, too, it was just the crowd in general. They all kept talking about money. Yeah, quite a few people there did. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and but not there, saying the there event... was some good people there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then a... that's what I'm saying. Like, not saying the event was bad. Like, the, the speakers were great there. Like, we learned a lot. But and just... we did meet some really great people who weren't yeah, yeah. talking about money. Yeah, but just those few. It's easier to sp- spread negativity than positivity. <laughs> so just getting that those like the negativity of thinking about money it, it steered us off track a little bit, but. I mean, we took some very good messages from mm-hmm. that event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. It was a... Uh, so, but yeah, so with the vision, like, you have to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the analogy is, I can't remember which speaker said this, but would you run a marathon without mm-hmm. knowing the finish line? No, you would not. I think it was Mark saying it. It was Mark. You would not go run a marathon without knowing the finish line. Yeah. Because you would just quit when you get tired. Yeah. So why would you go into your life... Without knowing the finish line. Without knowing the finish line. Mm -hmm. Why would you go into business without knowing the finish line? Yeah. You wouldn't. And so... You don't have to just know the finish line and look for... And like want you don't need to just be like looking forward to the end zone Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to just be looking forward to like reaching your goal because it's all about the process you have to enjoy the process Mm -hmm. but the vision keeps you on the track to enjoy the process yeah the the vision is uh the mile markers throughout the marathon yeah um and then and we're not saying like you don't have to think your whole life through um, one of the, our favorite exercises that Audrey always brings up is, it, and multiple people actually have brought up is, um, writing your obituary and write it how it would be if you died today, write it, what people would write about you mm-hmm. and then write your obituary of how you want it. Yeah. And it really helps change your focus of like, oh, like I, I haven't done everything I want to do Mm -hmm. or oh i'm starting to realize people don't see me how i want them to see me Mm -hmm. um so it really helps kind of shift your mindset in that way of thinking of like okay i know by the time i'm 80 like i want to do this this and this okay well i got 40 years so that's that's pretty good time frame to do all that right um but 
that that's a good way to start. And then from there, I would highly suggest like having a vision board and or even like just something like have a folder on your computer of just pictures of things that like you want in life. Um, so like Sean has a Porsche 911 and we have pictures of houses and farms and kitchens and I think I have a lot of pictures of uh, libraries somewhere. Not on that board, but elsewhere I have some. Um, so that's a really good thing to have because that's going to push you to, to go further than what you set set yourself. And then next I would say then write your 10-year goals. Yeah. Yes. So are we destructing the whole vision? I was just kind of, I didn't want this to be too long. So that's why I was just sure. kind of, I think those are good steps to start with. For sure, the obituary. Do the obituary. I'd write the obituary first. Yes, exactly. And then I would write what you want in each category of life. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, there's like 13 categories. Mm-hmm. You have health, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm finances Mm -hmm. spiritual spiritual um hobbies fun hobbies hobbies and fun are too yeah business yep uh, i think like careers one maybe um there's a lot of them yeah there's like 13 of them um and you can look them up and otherwise um we could mention audrey does have an event coming up through leadership boardroom um for a three-day vision workshop Mm -hmm. which would be really fun in december yep um but so you go through each one of those categories and i've done it multiple times Mm -hmm. and i've done it with spider uh with with uh one of them's like materialistic things you have Mm -hmm. too Um, yeah like a word map yeah so i i do like a spider word map thing so i do so i i circle uh materials uh, circle materials, right? Mm-hmm. And originally, I just started writing all sorts of crazy shit. You mm-hmm. know, fucking helicopter, jet, you know, fucking all these crazy, Bugatti, right? Like these crazy cars and all this crazy shit for materials, mansion, da 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 cabin, all this stuff. And then, so I did that there and then I went over and I did health and then I did spirituality, and then I did, you know, family, friends, all that. So I did, I had 13 pages when I was done mm-hmm. with a spider of of each, uh, of all the things. <clears throat> and then, uh, so once you got all that, then I took in, I actually boiled it down to what on those things I actually wanted. Mm-hmm. Because it was fun to just, like, dream and think about all that stuff and, like, do all that. Um, but I guess kind of rolling right into Rob Bailey's thing, I got clear on what I actually wanted. Yeah. And so I actually looked at that list and I was like, yeah, sure, a jet would be cool, but I would just care enough if I could just fly first class. Yeah. Or have enough money to rent a private jet. So, like, I was like, I don't even need a jet. Like, that's not even, it doesn't even matter to me. I can just rent one. Yeah. Um. And then I was like, I did that with a lot of things. And I, I realized like, oh, I don't actually care about a Bugatti. Maybe someday I will. But there's like cars that I know I want that are classic cars that I actually get more excited to see than a Bugatti. Yeah. 
you know, so it's like, oh, I didn't know I actually would just like, for at least where I'm at now, right? And so I did that, and I did that in all my categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by by narrowing all those down, I got to like my true, um, my true like thirteen categories and what I wanted in each category and what mm-hmm. I wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got next? Vision board. Yeah. Because then you can just take those ideas and just put them on a vision board. Hundred percent. Um, I'm more of a visual person, so just looking at a picture of a beautiful library, it's going to make me want to push harder to get my beautiful library. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 10 years, 10-year goal. Mm-hmm. So look at your wants and write down and basically like, not like how you could get those in 10 years, but how you could get closer to getting those in 10 years or how to get them in 10 years, whatever. Um and try to make sure you're stretching your goals because it's okay to not make them. But if you stretch them further, you're going to get farther than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like when they say shoot for the stars and land on the moon or something. Shoot for the stars, you land on the moon. Yeah. Moon landing was fake. Yeah. Um, But anyways, so... Set up those, like, what you want in 10 years. So, I mean, Sean and I have a pretty good plan of what we want in 10 years. Um, we haven't actually discussed, I think, for a little while. Things change all the time. So, how we did that, though, mm-hmm. is so we kind of wrote out, like, what our ideal self would be in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so, and actually, how we did that, you thought, you remember what I'm saying? No, but go for it. Because you want to get it all on the one page. Mm-hmm. And so you want your vision to be on one page. Mm -hmm. And we have those. Mm -hmm. But so what we did is we took those 13 categories Mm -hmm. and we wrote out statements for each Mm -hmm. thing about what we want as if we were that person. Mm -hmm. So like I am proactive instead of reactive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep, I remember doing that. So the part of our 10-year goal thing, what I did... Mm -hmm. Or like what what we were told to do was to write it in first person as if we were that person. Yeah. As if we had reached those already. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even necessarily... It can be what you're thinking of yourself in 10 years. But I remember when I sold the business, I was able to cross a couple off. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. And so like I was like things that were a big priority on my vision board, I realized were not a priority after i sold the company yeah so i was like well fuck dude this person i wanted to be in 10 years i just reached Mm -hmm. in three categories yeah because there's you know your your 10 categories or whatever oh it was like your 10 priorities um yeah i remember i remember this being part of our 10-year goal though okay it was. I don't know if it was. That's just how I wrote my vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to help them. I dropped the mouse. So that's okay. Um, figure out a plan. So ten years. Ten years can be very vague. Uh, it doesn't have to be very specific. Oh, you're doing the ten, three, one. Three. Yes, ah, yes, yes, yes. Very, very different than what I'm saying. Yep. So you can kind of ignore which. Well, just set it aside for now. Um, so make some ten year goals. And make them vague. They don't have to be very specific, but make them vague. 
Because then you're going to take those 10-year goals and think to yourself, okay, what steps do I need to be in three years or five years, whichever, um, to to get to that 10-year goal? Because um, that's where you're really going to push yourself. It's just like, okay, so let's say one of our goals is to be, I don't know, own a $10 million private island off of Florida. I don't know. Um, so we'll, we have to think, okay, where do we need to be in three years in order to reach that goal? It would be probably, I don't know, owning a million dollars in real estate. I guess it would be one, four million dollars in real estate. Mm, or whatever. Uh, obviously, take your time doing this. Like, this should take you hours, days. It should take you a while to think through all of this. Um, but do that with, like, every main thing you want in 10 years. And, like, it should, you probably should have at least one for every category or most categories. Yeah. Um, and think about your personal life before your business life. Because if you think about your business vision first, then your life is going to be based around business. You're not going to have a life. So you have to do your personal one first and what you want in life personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people were getting thrown off about the whole event was it was a business event. So not many of them are taking in consideration their personal lives, which is why they're like, oh, vision, whatever. Right, yeah, because then people aren't thinking – because then business becomes their identity. Yep. Um, not their personal life, their identity. Business is what they do. Yeah. Um, people really struggle with that. Yeah. Uh, but then once you have those three-year goals, then you can break those even down to, okay, where do I need to be in one year to achieve this three-year goal? And you can always break it further down and down and down. But it's just so good to have a just a general idea of where you want to be in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, like, I would love for us to have a mansion-type castle thing. Probably have kids running around. Mimi will be hobbling around in the backyard, living the best last years of her life. In 10 years. In 10 years, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. I got my beautiful library with display cases of Legos so no kids can touch them and ruin them. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That works. Mm-hmm. So 10 year and then boil it down. Mm-hmm. So how do they get this into a vision? That, it, that is their vision. Because the vision you want to be, because like we have our vision written down. Yes. Right? So you got to oh, give. Oh, so then, yes, 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 yes. That's where this I was is where yes. Sean's Shawn, thing comes into play. Because, I mean, it's just basically. Because that is based off of not your 10 years, three year, one year. That is based off of the 13. Yeah. So that's your vision. The 10 year, three year, one year, whatever mm-hmm. is how to reach your vision. Yes. It's how to get there. Yeah. Sean and I didn't discuss this beforehand. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, uh, um, I think it's 10 key points because that's what the 10 it, things are. It is 10 key points. Yeah, yeah that's my bad. So it's it's so this whole time I was saying it's thirteen, but it's ten key points. Uh, it's my bad. 
Um, it's 10 key areas. I have 10 entries in my vision. Mm-hmm. What I did was once I had each one of those categories dialed down to what I want, with me knowing how I want to die, mm-hmm. with me knowing what I want people to say when I die, yeah. I wrote in to my vision each one of those uh, into each category. So I had 10 categories, 10 bullets. Mm-hmm. Then once I had all 10 of those, I ranked them from 1 to 10 mm-hmm. on how I was stacked up on it. So one of mine, and I put this on my vision board too, is to be a lighthouse. Yeah. So didn't you, you do you mean you grade yourself from 1 to 10? Yeah, yeah. I grade yeah. myself from 1 to 10. Yep. So one of my things is be a lighthouse, right? Mm-hmm. What that means is I will be a beacon of shining light. Mm-hmm. I will give my message. And if somebody needs my help, they follow the light. Mm-hmm. I will not be a rescue boat. If you are drowning, I'm not coming to save you. Unless you become a search for the light. Unless you search for the light. But then even then, like you have to make the shore. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming out to get you in the water. You will die if you not come to the light. I mean, but a lighthouse is supposed to prevent you from hitting the rocks, right? Oh, yeah, true. Good point. Whatever. So, yeah. But the main point is, like, you have to go searching for the light. Right. Sean's not going to come try to go help you because he's seeing you're doing it wrong, but you refuse to ask. So, a lot of the time, and what ended up, like, really, what ended up really, like, wearing me out was seeing friends and family who fuck their lives away. And I want to go help them. Mm-hmm. But I realized I cannot help them if they do not want to be helped. Right. All I can do is if they come to me, I can offer them suggestions. I can try to show them the way. But I cannot rescue them from their decisions. Yes. There you go. That was better better displayed. And so being a lighthouse. And so when I graded myself on that, I was not good. Yeah, I think that's when we first started using that yeah it was two years ago i was like a three and now i was like a two out of ten mm-hmm. it was horrible and so i that was number three i so then once i graded myself on all these one to ten out of these ten bullets i put them from my number one priority to my number tenth priority mm-hmm. and your number one priority you could be doing good at already but you want to make sure you, you consistently stay good at it. Yeah. Um, and it's also on like season seasonality of like your life and shit and where yeah, you're Yeah, that's very true. So I put the lighthouse as number three. Mm-hmm. My number one was being proactive, not reactive. Because mm-hmm. I just had shit come at me all the time and I was always in reaction mode instead of being able to be proactive about shit. Yeah. Um, and so... That was number one. Um, was your morals number two? Morals, yeah. Living, living by, um, living my life by uh, morals and standards mm-hmm. um, was number two. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't living my life with good, good values and, and standards and morals. So those were my my th- top three, and I ranked them one, two, three like that because they were most important to me to fix and get better. And then down on the list, dude, once we got to number 
like number eight was health yeah for me because i'm like health isn't an issue i eat clean i train like health isn't on my i was an eight out of ten on health yeah i'm a nine out of ten on health now yeah so it's not even there's things we could tweak but it's nothing we need to right so i was eight number nine was uh I mean, it's up. Isn't that the, what's up there? Yeah, but I can't read that far. Oh, either can I? Uh, number nine was like living, uh, being able to live where I want, when I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, not having to be tied down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that was that was that. Yeah. And uh, but anyways, so that that's kind of how that's kind of how I filled out my vision. Uh, is so you get your ten categories. And then you boil it down onto one page. Mm-hmm. You want it like one page of paper with your, with what your mm-hmm. vision is. And so then you take that vision yeah. and you plug it in to what Sam just said. The 10-3-1. 10-3-1. And then it's three month. And then it's, yeah, 10-3-1. It's quarterly, monthly, daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's good to review that often because obviously you want to know how you're progressing on that vision. Because um, I wouldn't say you have to review it weekly. No. But for sure, at least monthly, um, if not quarterly. Yeah. And it and it can change as, like Sean said, like once he sold stable living, like three of those things completely changed because it was just not, they were non-existent anymore. Right, they were not not existent issues, and then yeah, I mean they're still on my my board. They're just not one, two, and three anymore, mm-hmm. and so they're farther down. And and then some of my other stuff, like my business, is now my business stuff and my family stuff's now more towards the top, mm-hmm. more of a priority. And so it's like, um, my business thing is like i want to i want to build business with a network of individuals i care about yeah um that that all want to that all want to progress each other yeah and so like now that's more important to me because i've spent the last two years working on my morals and values spent the last two years uh working on becoming a lot more proactive and thinking things through instead of reacting um lighthouse is still um still like in the middle around four just because people will come i will hear people's issues and you and i all the time Mm -hmm. bringing up both family friends will hear their issues and i have to say out loud all the fucking time it's for myself we cannot worry about what they're doing they're not taking care of themselves anything we cannot care about them until they care about themselves Mm -hmm. otherwise you just rack your brain you get you you get so anxious about other people's lives that they are not willing to change that your life starts to suffer Mm -hmm. you cannot do that and so that's why that one's still really important to me because i'm not completely out of that i have i have to verbally out loud say their life does not matter to me unless they come to me yeah and it's also uh now we've kind of put into place uh 
with ourselves and i'm sure sean probably actually does this with people he knows like if someone brings him a problem like he'll just ask him like are you just here to complain or do you want my advice oh i started doing that Mm -hmm. yeah um that was one tip we got and that has been really really helpful who brought that up to us i have no clue i think it was uh dan danny 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 hill yeah, Denny Hill said that. That's what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, he said um, when his wife comes to him, mm-hmm. uh, when Echo comes to him, he goes, are you here to vent or are you looking for a solution? Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll, I'll use that now. Yeah. Um, because. Then you don't have to waste your effort of, I mean, giving advice that's not wanted. Right. Well, and it's actually refreshing when someone says, I just want to vent. Because mm-hmm. then you can be like, cool. It's actually more relaxing because then you're not trying to think of how to help them. That's true. You can just relax. Yep. You're just like, oh, okay, dope. Sounds good. Feel free to invent. I'll mm-hmm. listen. Sweet. Um, but it is refreshing when people, on the contrary, it's refreshing when people are man enough to admit that they're looking for help. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Lay it on me. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yes. Yeah. Once you do a personal vision, then you can do a business vision. And like where you want to be business-wise and how that fits into your personal vision. So you have to think about that first because let's say one of your personal things is I want to spend 25 hours a week with my kids. But on your business vision, you put, I want to spend 50 hours a week on business. Well, where is that time coming? Right? That's It's not really going to add up unless if you're working all night long, not sleeping or taking care of other things. Yeah. Um, so it is really, it, your life has to come first. Your personal life has to come first before your business. Uh, if you're with a significant other, you have to do them separately and then come together and have one. Um, or just at least understand what the other ones is. So Sean and I each have our own personal ones. And then we work together on our business ones. Right. Our business one is all just one. But we work together on it. Uh, but yeah, review it often. It can change as much as you want. Because like Sean said, you could start this whole process and write it all out and have it on your board. And then two weeks later, you'll be like... Man, that's actually really dumb. Like, I don't actually like that. And you can change it. That's why we type things up, because you can change them as often as possible. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Yep. What are you looking for? Oh, so this is just so what I just wanted to give you people is it's uh, the businessvisionworkshop.com. Mm-hmm. So businessvisionworkshop.com. Um, what Sam and I gave you is pretty vague and probably pretty hard to go off of. Because um, we don't do that for a living. Yeah. We are coached on how to do it. We've done it ourselves. Super helpful. But if you want to go really deep, look into Business Vision Workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, look at getting a vision coach. Um, oh, here. I'll give you guys a really quick example of like something simple that you can do. We just discussed this on our, our, on our walk today. Um, Sean and I want to have kids. Yes. So we have set ourselves we have a vision of what we want life to be like when we have kids our vision is we don't want to be uh 
we want to be able to ha- like spend time with our kids. Like kids will be our focus. Business will be set running in place. We can work on it a little bit, but we won't have to be working 60 hours a week on it when we have kids. And we want to make sure we're in financially a really good place. Um, and so we've like thought through of like what it's going to look like when we start having kids. Mm-hmm. And so from there, we're like, okay, what do we need to do now to get there in two years? And so we've been able to kind of set ourselves these mini goals of what we want in just that two years. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen is once we have kids, our vision's going to change again. Mm-hmm. I know that. And yeah. so our vision was always a three to four year vision because we plan to have kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's always about building us up to be better people. Um, and what I talked with Sam, I talked to Sam about is like, us not having kids is a sacrifice we were making to build ourselves to be better people, better prepared, to build our business, businesses, to be self-running organisms. Like we've been we've been sacrificing and doing these things for this reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's like three to four years out of us. Now now we're two years out of becoming better people, building these things so that we are prepared. I know whatever, I know we won't be prepared necessarily for having kids, but we will be a lot better off than people who didn't want to take the time to do those things. Mm -hmm. We want to sacrifice now so that we can do the extra things with the kids um, and not sacrifice all the other shit, mm-hmm. right? Because so many people, they'll have the kids. Okay, that's awesome. And then to pay for the kids, one of the partners has to pick up a second job. Right. Great, so you just had kids, now you can't hang out with them. Yep. That's not going to be me. Right. It's not going to be us. Right. And so we're sacrificing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just to sh- show you like, a little example of how you can literally take any part of your life, anything that you want, and break it down. And you can set yourself up in a beautiful way. Very easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's what I got. All right, guys. That's kind of low and skinny on vision. I hope that helped somewhat. And uh, we'll have AJ on here soon to discuss and recap recon and how it went. I think it went pretty darn well it was really awesome we did amazing thanks babe all right guys thanks for tuning in and uh follow us on the socials i think we're gonna start posting someday again i am gonna start posting this week yes all right guys thanks for tuning in catch you on the next one see you